Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. WTIC's Computer Talk with Tab is brought to you by GoNetSpeed, your choice for crazy fast fiber internet. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And Dennis is Dennis Halnon, one of the engineers at Tab. He comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. And yes, GoNetSpeed is a sponsor. We're very proud of that and Joey was mentioning off air that his neighbor just got it installed and uh what showing was his, off on the Facebooks. What was his bandwidth, Joey? Nine hundred and eighty megs down and up. That's awesome. Ooh. The up is like the absurdity one. It is. Yeah. But guaranteed price for life, no yep. overage costs. And uh But on that aspect, maybe yeah. you can talk this. If you're getting close to a gig download speed. Yeah. And you say let's have a standard spinning hard drive spinning at 7200 RPMs. Mm-hmm. It can't write that fast. No. <laughs> <laughs> right. You're exactly right, right? So you don't need that much bandwidth, but you know what? It's so he gets to say he's got a lot of bandwidth. That's, yeah. But uh we've talked about this. I mean That's your proverbial, you know, water main to your front door. Exactly. It's a 16-inch water main and you'd like to take a shower and guess what? Your shower head's only going to give you what your shower head gives you. Yeah. Right. So, right, but that's still that's redonkulous. It is, and and again, the reason people are are buying it is because a it's affordable through GoNetSpeed. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. now they're taking on the incumbents, which is awesome. Yes, um, and uh, we need more of this out there in Connecticut, and it's coming. Yeah. So you know, if you've got GoNetSpeed in your neighborhood, you're crazy not to get it. Yeah, just got to wait for that other big uh, company's introductory contract to end come December. That'll be oh. jumping ship. That's the issue. Yeah, you're locked into a contract, yeah. huh? Oh, how much are they going to charge you to get out of it? Uh, come December, it'll be zero. That's why I'm waiting well, until right, December. Right, right. Okay. right. But if, if it wasn't, was it a couple hundred bucks? Uh, yeah, it's prorated, so right now it's not too bad. But yeah. I don't want to give them any more money than I have to. Well, it's it's interesting you say that. I mean, that seem even works in the MSP world, right? Mm-hmm. For yes. Our, our competitors, managed service providers that are out there, if you lock into your managed service provider. If you, even if you hate their guts, and and even if they blew up your computer, you can't get rid of them. Right. You, you can't get rid of them until you got to pay off that contract, even if they've yeah. blown up your whole network. Because then I got to get it through committee. I might as well get, you know, that's the other thing. If someone's getting the service and they have a cheap $69 modem that can't handle the speed, what's the point? 
So right. I got to make sure I get you know. Well, a, not the a modem. modem that can handle it. They're going to give you the right well, modem. The, the router. Yeah, the router is going to be. And again, if you get a, a, mo- a modem or a router that can handle throughput of 300, 300, 500, 500, depends on how much you're going to spend on. Yeah, it. I'll probably do the 500, 500. Yeah, symmetrical. You'll be in good shape. Kids will be able to play Fortnite without uh, lag. Yeah. They better. They'll have no lag. They better. They'll have no lag. They'll be deadly on the Fortnite field. All right, let's get back to poor uh, Jack here in Middletown. We've left him on hold forever. You still there, Jack? Are you awake? Yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> You're welcome. So I think I think I maybe have put it wrong. You put it uh, wrong? Okay. Okay. My, my question. All right. Uh, my cache is different from my browsing data, correct? Not really. No, you're your web cache is one of the items in your browsing data. Now, what I've done here is I've gone into Chrome and I've looked at how it uh, breaks it down. How it breaks it down. If you open up that clear browsing data window and click on the advanced tab at the top, yeah. you will see a bunch of items. One is browsing yeah. history. That's yeah. just a list of where you've been. Yeah. And there's a right download now. history, which is a list of your downloads. Then there's cookies and other site data. Yeah. That's cookies. Then yeah. there's an item called cached images and files. That's what we are talking about oh. when we call the web cache. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh. Underneath that, there's passwords and other sign-in data. Right. And then there's autofill form data, right. which is like your address that goes into okay. things. I'm not going to touch this. Yeah. I don't even want to even go there well, well you can why get, not you can you can do some cleanup why not it's it it's all restorable yeah once you go browse and it again you, it'll rebuild right you, you said that you keep your passwords on paper anyway so you may as well blow away the passwords and all the rest of that stuff will just build back up over time and you might get improvement on your browsing and yeah but and I have to re-enter every time i go log on to my bank site or yeah. any site with my password correct you should do it that you way. You should be typing in bank passwords. Yeah, you shouldn't have Google save it for you. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I, I guess I'm wrong on everything here. <laughs> well, it's just our it's just our paranoid opinion. Um, I'm asking, I'm just asking. Would you do this for, if it was your computer? Would you clear all, check all these boxes under advanced? Uh, I don't know if I would click them all, but if I was having like a you know, slow browsing problem. I would yeah. definitely uh, clear the cached images and files, mm-hmm. if oh. nothing else, and maybe even the browsing history, because that as that builds up, it becomes harder and harder for the computer to keep writing new entries right. in because it will clear out old ones. Right. And if you can flush that, then you're starting over, and it'll be nice and snappy. Right. And we wouldn't. Just one quick question: What is hosted app data? That is data that is saved in your browser by an app. And in my case, um, it says Web Store, and that's referring to Google's Web Market. Yeah, um, which means nothing to me. But well, if you don't use it, then it's not going to be there. Most people aren't really going to have anything in there. Uh, yeah. the, it, in Chrome, you might, like me, you might have that one app, Web, web Store Data, and that's yep. probably all you're going to have there because very few sites are using that feature of Chrome uh-huh. at this time. Uh-huh. So uh, that again is also that's also something you could blow away if you wanted to, and it'll just get built back up if it needs to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most of this will just come right back over time. And you, 
might get an improvement in your performance. And again, we would tell you to not have the, the browser save your password. Unless you're going to Home Depot or something like that and you want to log into Home Depot, right? I mean, it depends on what you're having it save. But browser. bank passwords and stuff like that, financial um, software pa the yeah. management of your account, not a good idea to have it saved in the cache. Yeah. No, I don't. I, I, like I said, I have it on paper. No, but do you have to enter it manually, Jack, when you go to those sites, or does it enter it for you automatically? No, it, actually, no, you're right. It does enter it automatically. There that's, you go. that's why I'm here, yeah. and you're there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm, I, I really appreciate your help. That, I feel better because I'm paranoid like you guys. Good, good. So don't. So Excellent. You, so, so clearing those password cache, the password cache would be a way to start and yeah. be better, more secure, and then don't allow it to save. I always say never. Yeah. All right, okay. Jack. I appreciate it. Thank You're you welcome. Very much. All right. Good luck. Yep. Thanks for holding too, by the way. No problem. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> All right. So yeah, you got to be paranoid these days. You're crazy not to be. Yeah. You know, it used to be that. Being paranoid was a problem. Let's go to Danny, our resident groupie. What's going on, Danny? Hello. Hello. Hi, Danny. How are you doing? Oh, I'm wonderful. What can we Good. do for you, sir? Listen, I just felt compelled to, as a public service announcement, yeah. uh, mention to people that if uh, anybody is investing money in the stock market and purchasing stocks, mm -hmm. that there is a unbelievable once-in-a-lifetime opportunity that's happening right now oh. with a lot of these new satellite and rocket companies that are just coming public. This is not a pump and dump, is it, Sant Danny? No, I'm not pumping and dumping. <laughs> I'm, I'm too tired to pump or dump. All right. So it's the sat I mean, satellite. It's like that company Rocket Lab, which is the guy down in New Zealand. Mm -hmm. He's already had 23 launches. He's putting satellites in orbit. Um, you know, he's a real deal. They call him the junior Elon Musk. He's a really brilliant guy, this kid named Beck. Mm -hmm. But um, these companies are coming public through those, that uh, thing called a SPAC, which is uh, where they have an existing company that's got a bunch of money, and then they look for a business to merge with, mm -hmm. and then they take it public. But anyway, bottom line is you can buy some of these things for $7, 8 9 $10 a share right now. Hmm. So... I mean, you could take, say, $500 and invest $50 in 10 of them. Mm -hmm. They're not all going to go no. into the hundreds. Nope. Mm -mm. But out of the, the 10, you're going to have a lot of winners, and so you're going to make money. I mean, I've been buying these things every time one comes public. I mean, there's satellite companies that are doing surveillance work. For the, the for the government for the and national reconnaissance organization mm -hmm. that are coming public, um, all kinds of things. Yeah, you got to do your research out there, and if you want to take a look at that kind of stuff, it could work right. out for you. But talk talk to somebody who's, you know, yes, yes, of course, the disclaimer. Professional, talk to somebody who knows what they're doing. Absolutely, they're shirt and tie on, and they're sitting in an office. Nobody wears shirts and ties <laughs> anymore. No, nah, it doesn't happen. They wouldn't have to go to work because they'd be retired. Yeah, no, I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. Know, you. That's why I like these guys. They tell you how to invest your money. Well, if they're so damn smart, how come they're shaving every morning and going to work? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good you point, know, I always ask them that. Because I, I manage my own money. Mm -hmm. And I always say, well, if you're so smart, how come you came to work? What, I mean, what, you, you just love to work? You like driving in traffic in the morning? <laughs> yeah, they are people, too. They have a job. You know, they do enjoy yeah, it. Maybe I they know. like helping people. And yeah. I also want to announce that we had a, a death in the family. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no. 
Yes, my Motorola V710 cell phone. Oh, boy. That can, that's got to be really old, right? Yeah. The phone that was used in the movie The Departed. Was it, it's a Vulcan, right? The Vulcan? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I had one of those. Very so, tiny. So what happened was I finally lost the antennas because all the switching over the new antennas and the new oh, yeah. upgrade and stuff, I got antennaed out. I yep. hear you. Yeah. All right. Well, rest in peace, Motorola Vulcan. Yes. Now I can use my track phone, my 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 <laughs> Motorola track phone that I got back in January that's been sitting in the box. Nice. That I already paid for. I'm going to activate that. Since January. So you'll go ahead and run out and buy like satellite stocks. My 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 little flip phone was still working. You'll go out and run out and buy satellite stocks, but you won't turn on no, the phone you bought. Listen. I'll get my Starlink pretty soon in the next month or two. Uh, that's what I hear. Oh. I mean, he keeps promising. I heard he got rid of his uh, trucks on his uh, website. Now he, he used to offer the cheap the cheap truck, the cyber truck out there, and all mm-hmm. of a sudden it went away. You notice huh. that? Well, and, and, and speaking of another sad, sad event, he and Miss Grimes have, have, have separated. Oh, Uh-oh. trouble in paradise. That's right. You know, he's a billionaire. He'll do fine. <laughs> all right, that's all I have. All right, Danny. Everybody have a lovely day. I'm enjoying the show today a lot. All right, thanks, Danny. <laughs> thank you. We appreciate it. And you haven't been too smart, snarky, so. All right. <laughs> get the snark volume up. All right, I can work on that. All right. We'll talk about cryptocurrency and snark. Oh, um, yeah. We'll step out for a quick break and then get to more of your calls. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. You know, cryptocurrencies, right? we got our government looking to monitor our bank accounts if there's 600 bucks in there. And if I wasn't an IT guy and knows how just the damage cryptocurrencies are doing to us due to ransomware and all that, I would tell you, let's go, let's go crypto, right? If these guys want to watch our bank accounts, crypto is the only way to get around them not watching our bank accounts, right? You know, what do they want to watch a, a paper boy's bank account for? It's making it's got six hundred bucks in it. You know, look at twelve year old. It's awful. There you go, some snark. I'll be right back. <laughs> And we are back. Feel free to get online. We're here till 11 o'clock, and then Dr. Alessi will be in with Healthy Rounds. He'll give you a second opinion on your health advice. And uh, so tune in for that. But feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC are the numbers. And let's go to Windsor Locks first. And Joanne, what's going on, Joanne? On my Envy computer, I cannot find how to safely remove device. It used to be easy, just... Click on the other previous computer, click on the bottom, and there's a choice, safely remove device. Oh, like a USB, it's plugged in? Right. Right, it should be there it when you have right. a USB. <laughs> I, I can't find it. So hmm. what do you have connected? What do you have connected to your, your laptop that you're trying to remove or your PC? Just a, um external thingamajig that holds pictures. A thingamajig, okay. okay. USB storage. Yeah. Yeah. And you're on a Windows 10, right? Yes. So there's a little carrot or an arrow up that'll show you hidden icons. And, okay. And when you hit that little arrow up, do you see uh, the safely eject icon? Um, no, I'm writing this down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. That's where I think you're you're just not seeing it because it's hidden. Yeah, and, and it's literally hidden, so you need to hit that that up arrow. Okay. 
Okay, I shall try that. Thank you. Yep, and you also make sure you're not hiding the sidebar, the, the, the taskbar icons. You could have configured your taskbar to be hidden as well, um, that little black bar across the bottom. Okay. We can find a link to describe how to yeah. how to find this stuff for you there, Joanne. Okay. Yeah, Mike G will get it out to you. And it's good that you're worried about it because just tearing out the USB device without safely ejecting it could cause data loss. Another gold star. Yeah. Yes, that's what I was worried about. I've been <laughs> a long time looking for the, those three words, safely remove device. <laughs> there is one other way that you can safely remove the device. You can just go s shut down the machine, Yeah, and then you can take it off. Or you can open it up in uh, my computer sometimes and then right-click. If it shows up as a drive letter or a right. drive volume, you can right-click on it and uh, eject. Eject is the same thing as safely remove. Oh, okay. In Windows. Great. Yeah. All right, Joanne. Okay. Yep. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Good luck. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Ejecting. Yep. It, it sounds bad, but it is safely removed. It's the same procedure. It, it comes back from, I think, the days of floppy disks when you, say, mm -hmm. when you ejected the floppy, the floppy disk from the system. Um, all right. Let's go on to Barbara in Southbury next. Hey, Bar Barbara, what's up? Uh, we just had the pleasure of driving from Connecticut out to Seattle for my yeah. son's wedding and staying in lots and lots of hotels along the way and back again. Yeah, congratulations. Yes, we're very happy about that part. But uh, in each hotel, as we're logging in on our computers after the trip, we're finding that the security seems to be very sketchy. Some of the hotels have absolutely no password to get onto their uh -huh. system. Right. Some them yeah. have a password which is made with a rubber stamp and given out to absolutely everybody who checks in. Correct. Yes. Password. Yes. And sometimes, uh, you know, you don't even know what their system is. And when you try to set up your VPN, you have to be on the Internet before you can activate your VPN. That's true. So I'm wondering... What's going on? Why are they all abandoning? It used to be fairly common to have it, your room number and your name, or if you were a member of their club, you know, something like that. They well, to abandon that all. I think because really... It's, it's, it comes down to the VPN that you want to utilize to secure yes. your stuff. They don't, right. They're going to get you on the network as easily as they can, and then you're going to use your VPN to securely browse. They really don't have any concern there at all. Same thing when you go to an airport, right? Same yeah. idea. They don't have any extra security on their system. And it costs money to put in a, a wireless access management system that does what you're describing. And, and if you don't want to spend the money, you're not going to do it. And even if they did do it, you'd have multiple people on there, the bad yeah. guys as well. It's not like the, you it, can't yeah. keep the bad guys it doesn't, off. It, doesn't, it only does just so much to help. Yeah, but good call, Barbara, and congratulations yeah. on, the, on uh, the wedding. We'll be right back. We are back and are going to be here till 11 o'clock. A couple lines open for you. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. And we should talk a little bit about Barbara's call, too, as far as hotel internet security. Mm -hmm. So the same, think about it this way, right? So when, you're, when, you, when you walk around the hotel with your, uh, and you got your handbag, right, is it any more secure than if you walk around anywhere else, right? Someone can take your handbag right you know, from you, right? 
the internet is the same way. They're just getting you on the uh, on the network, right? And they're making it available to you. And trying to keep people who don't pay for the room off doesn't really matter because if you're a bad guy and you want to put in a Wireshark software that's going to sniff the network, you just get a hotel room, right? Or you can even go to the lobby. You don't even have to be a guest. You log mm-hmm. in, you get Wireshark News going. brief. Good yeah. news. What was that? Um, <laughs> Joey hit a button. Um <laughs> So you get that tool running and you're sitting in the lobby and you're on the network. And so if you're using anything, any kind of uh, app or or website that you wouldn't want the bad guys to uh, know you're using, you don't do it without a VPN. You do right. everything through a VPN tunnel. That way your data is at least encrypted um, so that if a tool like that is being utilized to try to sniff out what's on the network, it's harder for them to find it. Now, I'm not saying it's going to be perfectly – there's – there's some serious technologies out there um, mm-hmm. that if they really want to get your information, they will. But that's a way to be generally secure. And right. just having extra security to log in in the first place doesn't do too much. It it does a little, but not yeah, not much. Effectively, it's not all that great. No. I mean, just imagine any big hotel, any conference center, what have you. They can just connect in and start sniffing the network and see what's going on. So mm-hmm. I appreciate your, your question there, Barbara, but it's really on you. Either don't browse on a public network or use a VPN. All right, let's go out to your calls. We're going to go to Steve and Simsbury first. What's going on, Steve? Hi. Um, I've been getting a, a hard disk error message pretty consistently. When when the system is left alone and I think it goes to sleep and then wakes back up again, mm-hmm. I get a blue screen, hard disk error, please run the hard disk test in system diagnostics, hard disk 1, parenthesis 3F1. So I run the hard disk diagnostic. I've run it three or four times. Okay. Full scan, no problems. Hmm. But you get a blue screen. Yeah, blue screen. Uh, one time I got another message, boot device not found, please install an operating system on your hard disk. Yeah. I just I just shut it down and booted yeah. it back up again, and it was fine. Uh, it's a it's a HP Windows 10. It's about five years old. Okay. Uh, my question is, do I really have a hard disk problem, or is it a software thing? It's a hard drive problem. Uh, ultimately, yes. Uh, there's probably a flaw in it that's causing something to be written incorrectly, and then later on it catches up, uh, especially when it wakes up. And what it's doing when it wakes up is it's reading a big file that contained um, what was in memory at that point. And because it's reading this single very large file with a big intensive chunk of data on it, if there is a flaw anywhere in the drive in how it's transmitting the data or reading it or writing it, whichever, then it's going to show up there and the operating system can't operate with a corrupted piece of memory, which is why it blue screens on you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, I would say you've got a hardware issue in there. It's going to fail. Make sure it's yeah. backed up, Steve. Now that we've talked about it, it knows we're talking about it. <laughs> and it will fail You're on right. you. It'll fail on you sooner. You're right. So it'll be sooner, right? Yeah. Thank you. Back it up right now. All right, guys. <laughs> yeah, definitely. All right. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. Thank you very much. Okay. Our pleasure. Bye bye. Yeah, those warnings you should heed. Yes. Um, nowadays, in the old days, it just went made a funky sound, clunk, 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 <laughs> and then stopped working. Um, and then they put in smart technology where they could do predictive drive failure and. I think this thing's going to fail on you. You should do something about it. It's like the check engine light, right? Either it's the end of the world if you have a check engine light or it's like some sort of oxygen sensor that's failing and it's 
no big deal, right? Um, in this case, with hard drives, heed the warning. Oh, um, definitely. At least you have some warning because yeah. the old days was literally clunk, and then you'd have to take the hard drive out and rock it and try to try to get it to rock <laughs> back in, put it back in the thing. Sometimes you had to tap it. Or freeze it. There you um, go. Put it in the freezer. All those things. Oh, yeah. All those things work. Oh yeah. So uh, now you're getting some warning, and if you don't heed the warning, don't cry to me. I know. I knew somebody a while back, years ago, mm-hmm. got one of these smart warnings right. back when smart was new. Okay. Yeah. Not so. Not warning. so smart. And he says, "Oh, okay. I'll keep using it." Mm-hmm. He uses it a couple more months, and then then he literally heard the thunking. The thunk. Dunk, 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 dunk. Yeah. And he took the drive, asked me to fix it. And you get lucky? And I said, I handed it right back. I said, <laughs> too late. that's it. It's a brick. Yeah. So heed, <laughs> heed the warnings. They're pretty good. Blue screen is definitely something to be concerned about. And, uh, and of course, if you backed up your stuff, you're not too worried. Right. Right? So then you're in good yeah. shape there. But anything, especially technology these days, it all can fail. And when it does, now it's even harder to get parts to replace it. So you could find yourself even in more trouble. So... Heed the warning. That is true. So uh, feel free to get online. We're going to be here at 11 o'clock, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Everything we've talked about has been posted live over at computertalkwithtab.com by Mike G., who was working very hard getting these links out here for you. Um, so uh, feel free to check it, check it out there. We only put the links out there because we want them to be correct for you. There's nothing else out there. That, there's no benefit to us. There's no, no marketing. There's no nothing. It's just so, hey, these are the right links that we're talking about and the stories we talked about, too, that we think right. are interesting are there as well. Let's go to Sandy in Plymouth next. What's going on, Sandy? Nope, Sandy, you there? Yeah. What's going on? How can we help you? Uh-oh, did you have bad cell Something connection? happened? You there, Sandy? Yes, I am. All right. Oh. What's your question? Um, I have two questions about my Chromebooks. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one's expiring, and um, I just wanted to talk about that because I didn't know that they expired. Do they? Is there nothing else to do? Do you just get rid of it? What do you do when that happens? So we've heard this before, and it yeah. really makes me mad too. Because um, we have so much e-waste that we're producing, it is insane. And there is some level of expiration that we have heard. Yes, I have an update in the corner, and it keeps telling me that it's not going to—it doesn't no longer support any kind of um, updates or security updates. Right. Yeah. Planned obsolescence. They learned it by watching Apple. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I figured that afterwards as well. I guess they want us to go out and buy new ones now. But can I? So first of all, there's nothing to do, and can I use it for like? Just Facebook? Of course. Yeah. You can use it for anything you want. It's just warning you that it's no longer going to get an update. Right. You're going to have less security, quote unquote. But if you're using Facebook, you know. Okay. And I heard you before saying about clearing out the passwords for the... um, Yeah, your saved passwords. Yeah. Yeah. Because mine also does that. Mine does that automatically for the banking information. So I thought maybe if I use the setting like to clear out everything or maybe go back to the... Um, factory setting or something that would be a good thing to do because I really like it because of the size it's small yeah so it's easy to use yeah you can clear that cache that's part of the Chrome system I'm I'm sure it's similar um, and get rid of those passwords you shouldn't have them on there okay. yeah yeah you can you can clear those okay and my second question is I have another Chromebook that's a little bit bigger and somehow I don't know what I did but 
when you first turn it on and you have your little login, mine is like giant size. In fact, sometimes it's so big that it doesn't even show on the screen. <laughs> So it could have to do with there could be adaptability type of features in there for folks who do have sight impairment. Um, so it might be trying to help you when you don't need the help. I don't. I'd have to go find those settings in Chrome books to see how to modify it for you. But you probably inadvertently turned on a, uh, an accessibility feature designed for folks who are sight impaired and really do need to see that really close. Yeah, possibly. I would think so. Just guessing. I yeah. mean, that's the only thing that makes sense. Other, it can't be. Once you log in, it goes to normal, right? Yeah. Right, because it's reading your profile and getting your personal preferences as opposed to whatever the system is configured to do when it boots before anybody is logged in. So we'll go look to see if we can find Chromebook accessibility settings. I think that, that it would be called something like that for folks who would need that visual impairment magnification. Okay, and um, should I look for that on like, like your site? Yeah, or what? Yep. Okay. it'll be there for you. It should be there for a computer. If, if it exists... Uh, which I think it's got to be the case here, unless there's some other bug that I'm not thinking of, but that seems the only thing that could be there. It makes on, a lot okay. of sense. It'll be on Computer Talk. Okay, well, great. Thank you. All right, Sandy, good luck. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, yeah plan obsolescence. We no longer are going to update. Um, no update for you, right, Joe? And and the problem with a Chromebook <laughs> is you can't do much else with it. With no. a With a, with a like an Intel-based computer, Right. You could, if it had Windows 7, you could instead install a different operating system that is being updated, like Linux. Yeah, could you do a Linux on a Chromebooks box? I don't think you can. Because yeah. I don't know if it has, well... Maybe, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. tried that. I don't know. Let's go on to, uh, uh, I think it's Willis. Yeah, Willis and Southbury. What can we do for you, sir? Hey, guys. Um... Love your show. Thanks. I have a question for you. I'm about to get rid of an older laptop, but I want to save all the files to an external device, and I don't know what to buy. It's a Windows 8 uh, Acer laptop. Okay. The easiest thing is just an external USB drive. Right. And you can oh. get, you know, maybe a couple terabyte external USB drive. Um, you really? pl plug it into your USB port. It'll show up as a drive letter. And you can simply copy and paste your files to that drive. Um, simple as that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there, it's big enough to copy everything. Sure. How many? How well? How many terabytes do you have on your laptop? No, I don't. I think I have <laughs> uh, megabytes. You're right. Yeah. Okay. I'm talking about you know it's, uh, most of these USBs will start at two terabytes for these external drives, and they're pretty inexpensive. Yeah. So. You can get smaller ones too. If it, if it's megabytes, you could just use the thumb drive. I mean, right. I think the thing on my keychain right now is uh, what is it? How many? How many? Uh, 128. Yeah. Oh. So there's plenty of storage on these things these days. If you don't have okay. that much to deal, yeah. 128. Yeah, I'm used to putting like two two documents on them or something. Oh. But yeah. You just copy and paste. Yeah. The newer ones have a lot more storage. Okay. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. and is there a brand that's better than others, or are they all the same? I like Seagate. I um, do, too. Western Digital is another option. It, it, if I had my choice of anything, I, it would be Seagate first. Yeah, S-E-A-G-A-T-E. -E. Seagate. Okay, Seagate. Great. All right. That's great. And by the way, the, the laptop I'm buying, uh, you helped me with, so thank you. Oh, oh okay. cool. Hope it works out. Ooh. Thank you. Right, Thank well, you so much. Our pleasure. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
I always get nervous, you know. They want, again, I try to recommend what we, you know, we, I eat my own cat food, right? Recommend right. my own cat food. I, I'm gonna, I, if I use it, I like it, I'll tell you. Hmm. Hopefully it works out for you like it worked out for me. Although I've got a GE refrigerator I wouldn't recommend. Um, let's go to Chris in Weathersfield next. <laughs> hey, Chris. Uh, hi. Um, I'm in the uh, kind of looking at, uh, you know, condos, and um, I'm getting information about what they provide in their HOA, uh, you know, fees. Uh-huh. And one thing I heard, <clears throat> heard of was CAIR cable and internet was one of the things included in a fee. Do you know anything about that? Mm, not really. Sounds very weird to me. Well, so maybe that's the Internet service that you're going to get with your condo. Um, there are many condos that include Internet service as part of their HOA fees. But uh, what, I mean, that's a particular brand. It, it, it could be something that the internet provider is calling their internet service because condo internet service is a little different than having it directly connected to folks like in well, homes. Go ahead. I so was what gonna, would the difference oh. be to me? There's actually different people who service it. Mm-hmm. Um, so the the cable operators have different groups that deal with HOA-based versus individual-based um, internet services because you all pay as an association mm-hmm. for the service. And yeah. so... You can't just call the main number and get help with your internet service. You got to call this special group of folks generally that are designed for HOA-based oh. services, so, and that's not a bad thing. Well, um, good to know, though. Good to know. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Just be aware of it. Yeah, because they're they'll you'll, you'll spend some time on a phone tree if if you don't explain that you're in a condo. <laughs> they're gonna be like, oh, you got to talk to these guys. <laughs> um, so. Oh. I don't think it, I don't think it's anything you have to worry about or anything like that. How much internet are they giving you? Do you know what your bandwidth is? Uh, no, I, I believe it's it's you know the, probably the lowest grade. Mm, I'll get you about 150 megabits if I had to guess. Yeah. So. All right. All right. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Are you where are you headed? Uh, I'm staying within the well. I'm looking within our own area. Okay. And um, you know, just seeing what how each of them operate. I'm Very doing neat. my own skullduggery, babes. I love it. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you're heading south or not. So you're staying. You're staying up here. <laughs> No, not All right. there. All right. Sounds All good, right. Chris. Thanks. Bye. You got it. Bye-bye. Doing her own skullduggery. Hmm. Let's go on. I can keep going, right, Joy? Yeah. We're going to go to Mark in Middletown. What's happening, Mark? Hello. Hello. Hello, Tab guys. I love your program. Um, Thank you. I've got a uh, – I was just listening to a previous caller about uh, that uptick carrot on the bottom of the uh, my window screen, and I've got mm-hmm. – I've got security recommendations, a little, a little, uh, um, a, a little uh, warning icon, and I've opened it up, and it says, "App and browser control: the setting to block potentially unwanted apps is turned off. Your device may be vulnerable." And I want to know. I, I've, I, I just bought a new computer that I'm using strictly for uh, financial dealings and nothing else. Yeah, and um, that's. That's working fine, but this is the other laptop, and I ran into a little problem with uh, there was a Microsoft um, product. They they were they were saying they're going to protect my computer, but what they were trying to do was restrict all my downloads to their store. And, oh, um, yeah. So I, I don't I know. Right, I'd be inclined to turn on app and browser control <laughs> if it was 
a, a useful feature, but if it's just another Microsoft thing to to make sure I can't download anything but their apps, I don't, I, don't, I want it turned off. Do you know about this thing? <laughs> well, <laughs> you got any idea it, about this thing there? Uh, yeah, so it's, it's ahead, kind Dennis. of an outgrowth of what they call smart screen which they've actually had in Windows for quite some time. It might even go back to Vista. I wow. mean, it, it's been around for a while. Mm -hmm. um, okay. And they kind of keep a rote list of things that they know are uh, things that you might not want to install on your computer, and it will warn you if you run one of them. Um, okay. This this seems to be a little bit more adaptive version of that. Mm -hmm. um, I have and you a, can turn it on and turn it off. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just... Basically a toggle switch within your settings. Yeah, and it's okay. gonna it's based on malicious. You know, it's gonna try to. It's a it's a <laughs> it's a reputation, right? It's gonna say, hey, this. I just I, just, I, I worked in technology. I'm retired now, but I just hate this. Here's here's the expression. Hey, let's see what this switch does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you're smart. Week, I'm, well, I'm, I'm picking up a debris from an explosion so yeah but App you know, and browser control uh, won't hurt anything to turn it on does it do me any good it might it, it could theoretically stop you from installing something that you don't want yeah and believe it or not we're, we're softening to windows defender microsoft has been in the um av and defense business for now many many years yeah, since right. they bought dice i think they were called and yeah uh, that goes back oh, to uh oh, wow like 2000 or 2002, something oh like that. Yeah. So, you know, and Microsoft is a humongous target on their back because they're homogeneous yes, they across do. the whole entire, you know, ubiquitous across everything that we have. So turning this on might help you. Now, now oh. in full disclosure, I don't have it on on my machine right here. I don't have it on this one either. Right. But we have uh, our business tools protecting mm -hmm. us. Um, yeah. Okay. So... And I haven't turned it on at home either, so I'm full disclosure there too. But I can't, it, it, but it can't. Could it hurt? Yeah, it could hurt. It probably won't hurt. And why not try it, Mark? What yeah. can go wrong? I think I will because um, the only concern I had was, um, you know, I won't be allowed to uh, download any app unless I get it from the Microsoft. Store. No, that was that E. Is it the Windows E or something like that? Oh, I think Windows like, yeah. S mode. S mode. Thank you. S yeah. mode. Yeah, the secure mode. You must buy from us. That sounds again like Apple, right? Yeah, I got uh, that turned off. <laughs> Yeah, okay. All right, Mark. Well, thank you very much. I'm going to turn it on. All right, very good. Let All us know right. what happens. Yeah. All right. All right, our, com uh, our complaint department will be back on the air next Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll listen next week. All right, very good. All right. Have thank a good you. one. Bye-bye. Yeah, I wish we played with that more to have more information on it. But we use so many security tools to protect our client systems that, again, against Microsoft attacks, that to tell you to necessarily use Microsoft is not top of our list. Um, I want to thank Joey for producing. I want to thank all you guys for calling on, calling us on this Saturday morning. Thank you, Mike G, for doing what you do and posting everything live. And remember, the cloud is great, but it is just another computer. See you next week. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 
Check your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.